relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. And I will implement a four-year plan to phase out all Chinese imports of essential goods and gain total independence from China. We have to do it. We have to do it. I will hold China financially accountable for unleashing the China virus upon the world. One of the big applause lines Saturday at the culmination speech of the biggest conservative gathering in the world, that is CPAC, hosted by the great Matt Schlapp. That was President Trump talking about his future China policies, which, of course, build upon what he did in his first four years in the White House. What does it all mean for America? How much of it is actually possible? I'll say one thing. I'm super excited that he also called out from the floor Gordon Chang to recognize him, another person whose opinion we highly regard and we call upon when we need to understand what is happening in Beijing is the man behind the Spengler column at the Asia Times. He's our good friend, David P. Goldman. David, welcome back to America First. Sebastian, an honor and a privilege to spend time with you, sir. So were you excited to hear a uh, robust China policy uh, be uh, delivered or at least hinted at from the stage at CPAC? Is Is it finally time to take seriously the threat posed by this nation? Well, hinted at is a better word, Sebastian, because the practical requirements of replacing China, which is shipping more to us now than it ever has before, are daunting. It's not impossible. And we could do a great deal in four years, as President Trump said, but it would really take an old country mobilization and a radical break from the policies of the past. So it's surely possible, uh, but it's extremely difficult. Uh, And I think it would involve a change in the way we do many things. Just one example. We now have nearly one million industrial, that is factory jobs, advertised that we can't fill, despite the fact that only, what, 63, 64% of our adult male population is working. We can't find people to take the jobs, even though wages have been going up. And we've got to fix that problem, and we've got to find the capital to produce the new industries that will dominate uh, industrial productivity. So it's a big task. Can you? We, we, I want to go into the deep dive of how we could do this, what could be done in a four-year presidential term, because if President Trump is re-elected, he would only be able to serve one more uh, term as, as the chief, chief executive. But let's, let's take a snapshot. Let's stop 
and look at what has happened since he left office. So we had those very robust uh, um, sanctions or rather those uh, trade embargo uh, restrictions and those tariffs. But since then, there's been a war in Europe. It rages on today in Ukraine. That has changed the flow of materials, uh, the flow of energy. We look at uh, the limits on natural resources China constantly has, their need of uh, energy from elsewhere. How has the, the relative geopolitical dynamic changed for the worse or for the better for Beijing since the Biden administration came in and specifically in the last year of the Ukrainian war? I believe that China has had a plan for world economic dominance for the past 10 years. It's been spelled out in detail. You could read it years ago on Huawei's own website. And that Huawei, is to, Huawei, Huawei being the, the giant the uh, telecommunications. telecommunications. Yeah. I spent several days in Barcelona at the Mobile World Congress, where Huawei had five times the floor space of any other provider. And I spoke to their people. Uh, they're quite clear and quite proud of what they're doing. China's objective is to enfold into its economic system another 2 billion people from the global south, make them, in effect, adjuncts to the Chinese economy, starting with Southeast Asia, but including parts of Africa, Latin America, and elsewhere. And they are well along to doing it. China now exports more to the global south, that is, to developing countries, than it does to the United States, Europe, and Japan combined. It is creating not so much a replacement to our global trading economic system, but a parallel system under its own wing. And it's doing it at astonishing speed. China, in a sense, is decoupling from us. In 2007, exports to the United States were 9% of China's GDP. Last year, they were 2%. Their exports to Asia are far more important. So we're looking at an economic behemoth developing driven by digital technology, uh, aiming to dominate the new technologies of the so-called fourth industrial revolution and leave us eating their dust. And then how does the, the war in Ukraine factor into all of this? There's much been written in the last few weeks about this, this new axis between Beijing and Moscow, and this is the new problem. What, you know, and, and before that, there was lots of talk of, well, the, the, the lack of success for Putin, the fact that a nation ranked 22nd in the world militarily has kept Putin at bay, who was ranked second in the world for so many months, means that Beijing is thinking twice about overt military action against Taiwan. So uh, talk to us about how the last year has perhaps impacted geopolitical thinking inside the CCP. China never has fought for anything that it believes it can get without fighting. Uh, And I don't believe China wants to have a war for Taiwan. It would much rather get Taiwan without a fight. And it thinks it will do that eventually. But Russia's Uh, the sanctions that we placed on Russia have, of course, made Russia enormously dependent on China, and a whole web of new trading relationships has arisen, as you said, out of the Ukraine war. To start with, uh, China and India are the beneficiaries of big discounts on Russian oil and gas, 
so Russia has shifted its energy exports to the east away from Western Europe and at the same time there's been an enormous substitution of uh, European goods for Chinese goods in Russia. You can't buy a Fiat or a Mercedes in Moscow, but you can buy a dozen brands of Chinese cars. So Chinese exports to Russia, both directly and indirectly, have uh, jumped, and a lot of countries like Turkey have made very good money by acting as intermediaries for China. And the idea of a Moscow-Beijing access, is that pie in the sky? Are these people really friends, or are these just uh, strange bedfellows out of convenience because of the current situation in Ukraine? Well, it's convenience, but it's a very powerful kind of convenience, because if Russia is treated as a pariah state whose leaders are accused of war crimes, and in the case of failure, face a Nuremberg tribunal, they will do everything in their power, including make enormous concessions to China, no matter how much they dislike China, in order to survive. So, yes, it's convenience, but it's a very compelling kind of convenience. Survival is a kind of convenience, but a very special one. But how do they look at each other? I mean, you've written the book, you will be assimilated. So this is you know, your tome on China's plan to Sinoform the world. Russia is just another nation they wish to have as a tributary. They, they wish to have pole position, correct? Remember that Russia graduates more engineers each year than we do in absolute numbers. And they're good. Maybe 10% of them have emigrated because of their distaste for Putin's war, but 90% are still there. Uh, A third of Russian students study engineering. So Russia represents an enormous pool of technological talent, especially in the military sphere. Russia has hypersonic missiles that can shoot nuclear weapons from a submarine. That's the Zircon. Uh, That means being able to hit the United States in about uh, two minutes from a submarine lurking 100 miles off the American coast. The Chinese buy a lot of Russian weapons, get a lot of Russian technology, and ultimately, by enfolding Russia into their sphere, they get two big advantages. One is overland delivery of energy, which we can't interdict. And the second is an enormous talent pool, especially for their military industry. So there are huge advantages to China. Some people think China wants to take over Siberia as well. Uh, I'm not sure that's uh, as important as the other two that I mentioned. We'll discuss the demographics and how Siberia plays into all of that with our good friend David Goldman next. He's the Spengler columnist for Asia Times. Follow him on Twitter at David P. Goldman. That's David P. Goldman. If you enjoy our show, don't forget to follow the audio podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First, and you'll never miss an episode. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends because... That's how the truth is distributed across the planet. If you are America First and you have those values, you need to show them. How do you do that? You go to our store where you have all the America First merchandise. The hottest selling is the FBI t-shirt jointly with Chris Plant, Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. The Elon Musk t-shirt and mug is the newest. Hashtag Twitter files on the suppression of conservatives and other items like the challenge coin. Get them today. SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. SebGorka Store. 
Today, we are partnering with Food for the Poor to provide urgently needed food to some of the most impoverished countries in our hemisphere because of interrupted planting cycles, rising food prices, and the lingering impact of COVID. The list of families unable to feed their children grows longer by the day, but you can make a difference to these families. Today, a meal for meal match means your one-time gift of $144 provides a family of four with food for a year. That's two meals a day for the next year for a family who struggle to get even a handful of rice or enough corn for a tortilla. Knowing your gift will never have more impact than right now. Will you rescue one family, three families, or even ten families? Go to sebgorka.com and click on the red Send Food banner. Text the keyword G-O-R-K-A to 91999 and you will get a link to make your life-saving gift. Or to give your gift by phone, call my toll-free number 855-330-4673. We have over a billion children in the world who are under the poverty line, who are starving, who go to bed hungry. We we can help them if we get the food that has been collected for them to where they are right now. That is the goal. That is the mission of the incredible people at Food for the Poor. They've been helping those suffering in Turkey and Syria. Now they're coming back to our hemisphere, working in 17 nations with those families, those mothers, those children who have done nothing wrong, but who will go to bed with empty bellies tonight. Make a difference today. If you could just do what this 16-year-old girl did, we love Sarah. Let's play that audio cut. I just wanted to say I really admire your work with uh, Food for the Poor each year. I have an envelope that I keep on my nightstand, and each time I do get some money, I put a little bit away throughout the year, maybe like a dollar or two. It's for Food for the Poor. And so this year I saved up $80 to give, and I'm not saying any of this to brag. I just wanted to encourage your your listeners. If you can just spare a little bit, that, that would be good. Bye. If Sarah can donate her $80 she collected... Can you do the same? Think about this. A donation of just $72 feeds two children for a year. A one-time donation because they have the food. They just have to get it to the suffering families. A one-time donation of $144 will feed four hungry children for a year. Make a difference. You're literally saving lives. Your donation can be called in. It's tax deductible. The number is 855-330-4673. Or just go to our website, sebgorka.com, and click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner. If you've been blessed, if you've survived COVID, make a difference today. Please donate as much as you can. It's one of the most blessed things you can do this Lenten season. The number is 855-330-4673 or just go to sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com, and click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, so we've talked about the last year and the last uh, two years of the Biden administration. Let's stop for a second and help, help our <clears throat> millions of listeners, David, understand uh, the challenge to China. Yes, it's a dictatorial regime. Yes, it's the largest uh, communist uh, regime in the world. Uh, but it, is, it has certain uh, weaknesses, especially when it comes to uh, raw materials and also the long-term consequences of its one-child policy. So is this a nation to be feared greatly, or is it a nation that has some very serious internal problems? Give us your diagnosis. Oh, I'm very afraid. Uh, think of China as a country with 2.2 or 2.3 billion people, not the 1.4 billion reported, because if China continues to integrate the 700 million people of Southeast Asia, the 150 million people of Bangladesh, and others into its economic sphere, the effective economically active population of China will increase by 60 or 70 percent. That's the Chinese plan. The other thing which we need to be afraid of is the rate at which China is carrying out the fourth industrial revolution, the combination of telecommunications, 5G broadband, and artificial intelligence is as big as the introduction of the steam engine and the railroad. It promises spectacular results for productivity. Now, people from Huawei told me in Barcelona that they have already set up 10,000 dedicated business networks to realize this fourth industrial revolution productivity. That compares to fewer than 200 outside China. 6,000 of those networks are manufacturing plants. China's the biggest uh, user of robotics in the world, biggest buyer of industrial robots, and the biggest producer of engineering graduates. So the combination of the new technology and the enormous number of engineers that China is producing raises the possibility that China will dominate manufacturing for the next 50 years. The United States has not done very much in this. And although I applaud President Trump for setting forth an ambitious goal, 
we have to realize that we have a competitor which has been planning this for years from the top, has a lot of smart and hardworking people, and is not going to quit easily. And then what about the, um, I, I watched a fascinating presentation recently on the, uh, the fact that 70% of the energy that China needs comes through one naval passage. So if there were some kind of military action in Taiwan, the straits could be blocked by the U.S., and which would put a kind of stranglehold on the huge amounts of fossil fuel this nation needs every single day. So how vulnerable, how vulnerable is China? Well, in terms of BTUs, China produces 85% of its own energy. That compares to virtually zero for Korea, Taiwan, and Japan. So if there were a cutoff of energy, the whole Asian economy would shut down. Japan, Taiwan, and Korea would effectively cease to exist in a matter of a few weeks. Uh, China would limp through. Now, one reason that China is working with Russia to build as much overland oil and gas capacity as it can is to get around the possibility of American interdiction, which is a weakness. Uh, China's economy would in some sense survive simply because they have so much coal and nuclear and other power hydro uh, to power electricity uh, that they could limp by uh, but, of course, the uh, uh, interdiction of oil would be a terrible blow to their economy, without any doubt. But that, uh, but would, be, also, that would be a painful transition, wouldn't it, to go from fossil fuels to coal? wouldn't happen overnight, would it, David? Yes, though it would be a real painful transition, and the transition from having a modern economy to the Stone Age would occur in a matter of three weeks in Japan, Korea, Taiwan, and elsewhere. It would be a global catastrophe for the world economy, that would not go unfelt here. So it's something we would do in extremis and have horrible consequences for the whole world. We're talking to David P. Goldman. Follow him right now on Twitter at David P. Goldman. The book is You Will Be Assimilated, China's Plan to Sinoform the World. We are also everywhere on social media that matters. So you guarantee you never miss any of our deep dives. We're on Twitter, Truth Social, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram. Are viewable because we are a TV show on your Roku. You can go to SalemNewsChannel.com. My analyses are available uh, on my personal Substack, SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name is one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. And we are back on YouTube. Yes, we have our interview with President Trump. The whole interview you've got to see it as the first uh, first uh, video that we posted. The uh, channel is Doctor. Sebastian Gorka Official. That's Dr. Sebastian Gorka Official. That's YouTube. And if you enjoy the show, well, this isn't NPR. We don't get taxpayer funding. This is a free market enterprise. Please support those who make it possible. Great patriots like Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. He sold 71 million of them. They're that good. He's just introduced the 2.0 with new cooling technology. Get some special BOGO offers and use my name to get up to 66% off his line of more than 150 other items. MyPillow.com, promo code Gorka, or just call 800-829-8468. That's MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. Do it today. Sebastian Gorka here with a warning for you. Don't believe everything the Biden administration tells you. Recently, they claimed more than 500,000 new jobs were created. 
But what about the 300 tech companies laying off more than 100,000 workers? Where are those figures reflected? You know that your personal finances are worse now than they were when Biden took office and record inflation has lowered the value of your money. What can you do to stop the bleeding? I recommend calling veteran-owned Midas Gold Group to look into safeguarding your wealth with the stability of gold while you still can. Gold traditionally holds its value when economies fail, guarding against the pain of inflation and the ruin of a recession. Take a positive step to guard your cash reserves and investments. Talk with the good folks at Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com, or you can call them on 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-GOLD. It's gold you can hold. Call 855-322-GOLD. All right, so you, you've helped us understand, David, the, uh, the internal situation. Oh, let me ask a political one. Be- beyond the, the economics, the, the resources, with Xi Jinping making himself emperor for life, that he's now the, the, the leader until he dies, does that mean that in addition to there being no external challenges with the suppression of the Uyghur Muslims, the suppression of the Falun Gong, it looks as if he's also managed to suppress any challenges to him inside the Central Committee, inside the Politburo. Is that true, or are there any nascent signs that this this man may not have the stranglehold he thinks he does? The, The emperor of China, as I think you properly call Xi Jinping, has a job which is only as secure as that of the capo di tutti capi. He's got to make sure that people get paid and that the underbosses don't spend too much time killing each other. He's got an enormous challenge. China managed to move 600 million people from countryside to city and make subsistence farmers into industrial workers. They became the largest industrial and trading power in the world. But now they have an aging population uh, they have an enormous, I mean, if you look at our pension and healthcare deficit, China's is many times worse. So they need an enormous boost in productivity. And that's their single-minded focus. Uh, if Xi Jinping fails, no, he will be out. Uh, this is a collective leadership, ultimately. And the emperor is only as good as his last success. Uh, remember, the Chinese reforms post-1979, which produced this great industrial power, also produced vast amounts of corruption, entrenched regional interests, uh, nepotism, and so forth. And Xi Jinping represented himself as the clean guy who's going to come with a new broom and sweep away all of this uh, corrupt uh, underlayer of Chinese uh, leadership. Uh, And if he doesn't succeed... No, I think he'll be in very deep trouble. I think he's got a few years of probation in order to do it, but the formality of being effectively leader for life uh, doesn't work if you don't lead effectively. Now, for the for the Soviet Union, <clears throat> the, the problem was the discrepancy between that which was promised and that which could be produced, and then the unleashing by Gorbachev of Glasnost and Perestroika, which led to a certain, not deregulation, but a capacity to talk about things that were otherwise verboten. In China, is there ever a danger of that? How much is is corruption and the lack of being able to 
provide nominal amounts of prosperity across the board, uh, a threat to the incumbent regime. Can how much how much will suppression be have to be used for the for the people in power to stay in power? Well, she has been smart. The lockdowns on COVID produced uh, vibrant protests. Uh, the students of China's elite universities uh, rose up against them in disgust. And she, who has spent a career putting himself in front of the parade, declared himself the advocate of the protesters and used that to retire an entire generation of uh, Communist Party elders, such as Li Ka-shan, the former economics czar who gave his last political speech ever in an official capacity at the National People's Congress uh, this week. So she has used social pressures to advance his agenda. Uh, there are There is talk, there are documents circulating in the State Council with the slogan, small government, big society. She's argument now, what he's pitching is to reduce the amount of governmental control at the provincial and prefectural level while increasing it at the national level. He wants to represent, represent himself as the advocate of more free initiative by society, but through a top-down uh, reduction of local government bureaucracy. That's, that will be an interesting maneuver to pull off. Uh, my view is China needs more democracy. It needs more of a civil society. It needs more private enterprise. Whether she will allow that or tolerate it, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm not particularly confident he will. We're talking to David P. Goldman. Following him on Twitter at David P. Goldman, the author of You Will Be Assimilated and the book You Will Be Assimilated, China's Plan to Sinoform the World. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one. Coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Yvonne from California. This is Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I in our 70s and so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Yvonne, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know. What do you have to lose apart from the pain? Call today the number 800-500-8384 or just go to relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. You deserve to be the next success story. Don't wait any longer, relieffactor.com. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented the MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest and coolest pillow 
you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 has a buy one, get one free offer with promo code GORKA. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio list of square for the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code GORKA or call 800-829-8468. That's code G-O-R-K-A. Go today. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. I just love the guy in the background chomping on a massive cigar. That was uh, JFK at Rice University declaring, We will go to the moon. He sadly did not live to see it, but by the end of the decade, America had done it. And by the way, we're still the only nation to have ever done it six times. I play that clip because I listen to my friend. I pay attention to him, and he's been saying this since I was in the White House, that we need a new Rice University speech from a president who's prepared to reinvigorate the American industrial base and I think he's on the show. David P. Goldman, uh, what would be the content, what would be the objective of a new Rice University speech in 2024, given the rise of China and what's happened to domestic capabilities here in the United States? It's all about the will and the capability of the American people. Right now, we graduate more journalists than engineers from American universities, about five, you know, 5% or so study engineering. That's against a third in China and Russia. We can't find engineers, so we have to recruit them from China and India. Uh, and most of the most talented people we have go into uh, the software business, not into manufacturing. So I believe we need a push from the top, an inspirational president like JFK, will point to the moon and say, we are going there, create a great task, or like Ronald Reagan did with a strategic defense initiative. The defense of the homeland, which we've completely neglected, should be a top priority. China has five or six times the number of engineering graduates we have, but it's not numbers, it's talent and will. We have to have a great national goal before us and use that to drive uh, changes in technology, changes in our understanding of the universe uh, in a way that will radiate through the economy and transform American manufacturing. It's always been a top-down thing. It's always been war or Cold War or the space program, which has given us the technologies uh, which have made us the wonder of the world until now. And when you look at the state of domestic production, manufacturing, how long would this take, David? Because for nigh on 40, 50 years, 
We've been outsourcing these jobs, even the most pedestrian ones, nothing to do with the space program, just, you know, manufacturing uh, steel production, for example. What, what kind of a timeline are we having to prepare for? There are a lot of things we could do very quickly. For example, flexible manufacturing using computer-aided design and manufacturing can substitute for a lot of things extremely quickly. We have to train the people. Right now, we take uh, unsuspecting high school graduates, load them up with $100,000 in debt, give them a degree in basket weaving, and they find they can't afford an apartment. We should take our community college system and do what the Germans and the Swedes and the Swiss do. Take kids who don't particularly want to be academics and give them top-notch skills in manufacturing and computer science and put them into the workforce. We've got a million manufacturing jobs we can't fill right now. There are a lot of skills that go begging because we're not training the people. So we don't only need to train engineers who know how to discover new things or build the latest technology. We need to train millions of young people for jobs in the eighty to $100,000 range at the top level of skills. That's what a German auto worker makes, seven or $80,000 a year. And how is China going to react if we take these me- measures? What would your expectation be? China is going all out with what it can. It's not an efficient system. Any top-down system using state allocation will be inefficient. But they work hard, and they're investing in a lot of the right things. They're focusing single-mindedly on artificial intelligence, telecommunications, the fourth industrial revolution technologies, which we have neglected. And I have no doubt, if you go back to World War II, we were in the Great Depression in 1939. By 1943, we had tripled the size of the economy. In very short, America, when it gets going, gets going very fast and on a scale that stupefies uh, our opponents. And when you look at the mutual uh, reliance, who needs uh, which nation more? Does China need us more than them, or is it the other way around? Well, it depends. That, that's a hard question to answer, because China certainly does not have all the technologies that we do. For example, in the equipment that manufactures semiconductors and designs them, we have critical technologies which would take them years to develop. On the other hand, in terms of industrial goods, uh, we are hugely dependent on China. We're importing, what, half a billion dollars a year of industrial goods uh, from China. Our manufacturing GDP is about $2.4 trillion, so that's like, you know, a fifth to a quarter of our manufacturing GDP. As President Trump proposed, we could replace that, but only by an enormous shift in the way we train people, in the way we incentivize investment, uh, the way we subsidize it, it would take an old country enormous effort to do that. Not impossible, but it's like going to the moon. Exactly. You stole my thunder. Not impossible, uh, but we did it in an age before the modern computer, in an age where they didn't even have the computing power that this cell phone I have in my hand has. We're talking to David P. Goldman, the author of the Spengler column and also the book You Will Be Assimilated, China's Plan to Sinoform the World. Follow him at David P. Goldman. We are coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. Relief Factor.
Pain relief that works. Pain relief that's real. Pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. People like Debron from Massachusetts. This is Debron's story. I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, Relief Factor. Just those words, my hip pain is gone, should be reason enough, whether it's your hip, your shoulder, your ankle, your knee, whatever it is, find out today. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Debrin, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. Call today. Don't wait any longer. 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800 800- 583384 relieffactor.com relieffactor.com This is a red alert for hard-working Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. How does what happened in the last three years factor into the rise of China? Will, will nations be less willing because of their um, seeding the world with those who were infected? Will there be a need for Beijing to do a mea culpa despite being a communist dictatorship? So does, does, a, does a wrench, has a, a spanner been thrown into the works because of COVID for the plans of domination from the CCP? Well, it depends on whom you talk to. I think in the industrial... I'm, I'm talking to David P. Goldman. That's who I'm talking to. In, in the democratic world, there's going to be a lot of rancor. Uh, the likeliest scenario is that the Wuhan virus came out of an incompetent Chinese lab uh, doing research paid for by Dr. Fauci and his friends in gain of function for a deadly virus. So you know, we, we've got some wood to chop or people to chop up in the United States. 
uh, in response to that. China's main orientation now is towards the six billion people of the global south. It wants to dominate and absorb, as I said, assimilate into its economic system, the 700 million people of Southeast Asia, uh, several hundred million people in South Asia, Brazil, Mexico, and so forth. And it's making great strides to doing that. Uh, the people of those countries are much more concerned about getting basic telecommunication services, health services, and other things, uh, which China is helping them to get. And they're less concerned about uh, who to blame for the virus than what they're going to get tomorrow. Right. We have neglected that. That's something where we should challenge China, China and compete with them toe to toe. We've left that field open to them, and that's very dangerous because we can't afford to ignore two or three billion people as potential economic adjuncts of the Chinese system. First thing that the next president has to do day one in office when it comes to China, where does he begin? He has to start by taking away China's leadership in fourth industrial revolution technologies. Every one of these things was developed in the United States. We invented the cell phone, we invented the computer, we invented artificial intelligence. China's taken these things and run with them. We need a program that establishes our technological dominance in these areas and our control over the major industrial applications which China is fighting for. Sounds like a plan to me, and hopefully he will have read the book. You will be assimilated and read your columns at David P. Goldman. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one. -on -one. Make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you check out not just our podcast platforms, but our new YouTube channel. Yes, indeed, we are everywhere that matters. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube under Dr. Sebastian Gorka, official. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. 
But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. So it happened. Kevin McCarthy kept his promise. Welcome, dear friends. You're listening to America First with me, your host, Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to the 45th president of the United States. It was part of the deal with the 6 plus 14 that if Kevin McCarthy became Speaker of the House, he would release the more than 40,000 hours of footage that for some reason Nancy Pelosi's January 6th committee didn't want the American people to see. And Kevin has given it to Tucker. And I tweeted out this morning, whatever you think of Kevin McCarthy, credit is due. He kept his promise. I want to hear your reactions. We're going to play a few more clips from Tucker's monologue yesterday. The number here is 833-33-GORKA. Unlock the lines. The number is 833-334-6752. What is your reaction to what you saw, what you heard last night? Um, Mr. G is a little bit... um, disappointed or what what's your what's your reaction to what we saw last night here's what i would have done you don't need to do this whole week-long warning of something big's coming all these major announcements and stuff you mean you mean you mean to do a hannity exactly yeah you don't need to that's the year the year-long warning yeah exactly you don't need to do it especially now with social media something pops it pops right and he's gonna do it all week i just hope that it like you said it's gonna be the drip 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 we're gonna see more throughout the week right so here's my response to to jeff's reasonable commentary because it wasn't you know earth-shattering very important especially when it comes to the shaman and brian sicknick but If you remember what Andrew Breitbart taught us, when you have a bombshell that contains a lot of information, you don't drop it in totality. Because what does the mainstream media do? What do the Democrats do? They just ignore it, or they say irrelevant, or it's a lie. And then a week later, it's disappeared. If you look at what James O'Keefe did with Andrew Breitbart's counseling at the very beginning of the Acorn story, when he went with a girl pretending to be a 14-year-old prostitute and James was dressed up as the pimp, and he went to an Acorn organization office with a hidden camera and said, yeah, you'll help me get an abortion for this 14-year-old prostitute. And the Acorn counsel says, oh, yeah, 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 we'll help you. We'll help you with these Planned Parenthoods that can do that for you. They had this footage. They had a lot of information about how, you know, Obama's favorite acorn was doing illegal things with young girls. They didn't drop it in one day. They teased it. They let out a little bit here, a little bit there. Why? Because then the Democrats and the mainstream media said, ah, no biggie. That's just a one-off. It's nothing important. And then they did it again and again and again. And when the establishment was found to have denied it repeatedly, 
for weeks. Then you drop all of it as a big bombshell and you've caught them in the net because they've denied it again and again and again. And then you drop the hammer and they can't deny anything. Hopefully, that's what Tucker's doing. 44,000 hours of footage is a heck of a lot of footage. Let's continue. Let's look at uh, Jacob Transley, this uh, naval veteran who is known as the, the shaman of January 6th. Here, I think, is, is perhaps going to be the key case, amongst so many others, that will have to lead to some kind of civil action, some kind of retrial or a declaration of a mistrial, Cut five. Play cut. The single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tape show the Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. That last bit, you can see him being escorted through a gaggle of eight Capitol Police officers, literally walking straight through them. They don't stop him. They don't try to halt him, arrest him, or cuff him. That man was given a 41-month sentence. How is that possible if they were helping him open doors, if they were escorting him through the building? What is he accused of? If, if he was committing any kind of crime, whether it was a misdemeanor or felony, why didn't the officers stop him? Why did they instead escort him? Why aren't they charged with aiding and abetting? And then, of course, there's the question of Brian Sicknick, who we were told was murdered on January the 6th. Well, according to the footage... None of that actually happened. Cut three. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. This tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. 
and it was indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by Trump supporters. And they know that because they saw this tape. That tape and they hid it from you and they can't hide it any longer. We shall continue. We will be joined momentarily by Congressman Troy Nels, a truth teller extraordinaire. Lord Conrad Black will be with us and David P. Goldman. Don't go anywhere. If you enjoy the show, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Never miss a minute of our long-form interviews. Go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First, leave us a five-star review, and share the links with your friends. Likewise, if you truly are America First, check out all the amazing America First gear at SebGawkerStore.com. The hottest-selling item still to this day is the FBI T-shirt, now more than ever, fascist bureau of intimidation also we have the elon musk mug and shirt conservative censorship is real pay attention hashtag twitter files and of course the president trump america first challenge coin sebgorkastore.com Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.